This podcast has been brought to you by Freedom High School, enhancing education through technology. Welcome to History Without the Textbook. I'm Sasha, and today we'll be talking about the Great Depression. So today I'm going to be talking about the Great Depression, um, because with everything going on, we are going through an economic recession, and it's actually the worst one since the Great Depression. So I'm going to do a little bit of background on how it started and how it got fixed, what happened during it, and make it so that most normal people can understand it, because history textbooks do not make this an easy concept. So the first thing we're going to talk about is how the Great Depression actually began. Um, Most people, when you talk the Great Depression, um, just think of the stock market crash in 1929. And while that is what really started it in America, there were a lot of other factors that contributed around the world and was the main reason that the Great Depression was able to actually get so bad. For starters, World War I had just kind of ended in 1918, and most of the world was still recovering, especially in Europe. Um, This was mostly true for Germany, because after the war, Germany was blamed by the rest of Europe for the war itself, and was forced to pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in war reparations. Um, This was extremely hard to pay, especially considering Germany had just been defeated in the war, and their, most of their country was completely torn up. So America decided to lend out loans to Germany and a bunch of other countries to try to fix um, their cities after the war. This left very little money in America's actual banks. And all of this money that was being loaned out actually came from regular civilians. Banks back in the 1920s did not run the way they run today, and this is mostly because of the Great Depression. So when you were to invest your money into a bank, this the bank could loan your money out to people, businesses, countries, and they didn't necessarily have to have it in the bank at all times. They didn't have to have a certain amount of money to loan out in case of an economic crisis like this because nothing like this had ever happened before. So Um, People, when they suddenly started investing their money into savings, which was actually a big thing during the 1920s, um, industry in many big cities was booming and tons of people were getting factory jobs, industrial jobs, white collar jobs, and they were for the first time able to not live paycheck to paycheck. They could actually start investing money into the banks and saving. So this was a huge slap in the face when people ran to get their monies out of the bank during the stock market crash and the banks had nothing to give them. This was especially an issue for businesses because businesses couldn't run. Um, They had nothing to give their workers. They didn't have money to run the electricity and keep their businesses going and nobody was visiting these businesses because nobody had any money of their own. So it was just a big cycle. Um, people couldn't shop, so businesses started closing. People were getting laid off, and this is what was causing such an issue. Um, Banks, many banks, had to actually close because they couldn't even afford to open their own doors. Um, All of the money, basically, was just gone, and people could not get out of this problem. So now that we've briefly gone over um, the actual cause of the Great Depression, um, now we can talk about actually during the Great Depression... So during the Great Depression, many people lost their homes. They couldn't afford to pay. Um, This was especially an issue for people living 
um, on farms and farmers. Um, people couldn't afford to buy their food, so they weren't able to grow their crops. Um, there was also a problem with um, a food surplus. Um, farmers were farming too much, and people couldn't afford to buy it. So prices just kept deflating until it was worth basically nothing. Um, this was an issue all through the 1930s. Farmers weren't able to sell their food, and people weren't able to buy it. So people were going hungry. This was a huge issue, especially in big cities. Places like New York had already um, been having a poverty issue, especially during the late 1910s. Um, there, were the, there was the issue of slums in, the, um, in New York. Um, people were living on the streets. It was extremely unsanitary, and this just got worse with the Great Depression. So now that we've gone over the beginning and during of the Great Depression, we can start to talk about the end of the Great Depression. So a lot of the end of the Great Depression can be chalked up to one person, and that is President Franklin Roosevelt. Um, he took office in 1933 after Herbert Hoover, who um, barely did anything in terms of the Great Depression. He is also one of the reasons it got so bad. Herbert Hoover basically just said that people could pull themselves out of poverty if they were to just work hard, which was impossible because there were no jobs for people to work hard at. So Franklin Roosevelt had a completely different mindset than um, his predecessor. He realized how bad the Great Depression was, and he's mostly remembered for his first 100 days as president. Um, in those 100 days, he did huge things for pulling people out of poverty. He created something called the New Deal. This was an economic and government program that created federal jobs. It created public works for people to work on. And he was one of the first presidents to kind of pull out of the mindset of the 1920s. When we think the 1920s, we think big business, um, luxury. And there was also a huge class divide in the 1920s leading up to the Great Depression. There was a few people on top with tons of money and tons of people down below working really hard with basically nothing. So Franklin Roosevelt pulled a lot of people out of this concept. He pulled the government out of the concept that you shouldn't be investing in business and the economy because that needs to run by itself. He decided that he was going to invest federal money into people and into businesses, and he was going to do that until people got out of poverty. And this mindset was something that was totally necessary during the Great Depression. Um, without his first 100 days and without really doing whatever he could to create jobs and to loan money out to people, to fix the banks, to end the gold standard, um, the Great Depression would not have been over in the way that it was. Um, another big contributor to the end of the Great Depression was actually World War II. Um, with so many people going away to fight in the war, this created a huge war industry. Um, now there were jobs necessary for building planes, building tanks, building guns, building ammunition. And tons of people were able to flock to these industries and actually get well-paying jobs. Um, with so many young men away at war, this left a lot of economic opportunity open for women and for older people to be able to make money instead of having a workforce filled with just one type of person. And this industry is one of the biggest factors in getting people out of the Great Depression. It provided the economy with jobs and it gave people the opportunity to get these jobs. 
So overall, the Great Depression, while it was a really horrible time in American history, it left many people hungry, jobless, in poverty. It also created a foundation for the government we have now, for the economy we have now, and it was a huge eye-opener to not only people in business, but um, people in general, to not trust banks as much as they had before, and for banks themselves to fix the way they ran, to make sure nothing like this could happen again. Um, this was a huge eye-opener to American government. Um, after Franklin Roosevelt, people were investing more in private businesses and trying to get people out of poverty, even if that meant investing government funds. Um, not just focusing on monopolies and big businesses, but helping the small workers. So overall, while the Great Depression was a terrible time, it did have great things come out of it. What's interesting about all of this is that America currently is in one of the biggest economic recessions it's been in since the Great Depression. Um, the unemployment rate is extremely high, and it's possible that it could near um, what it was during the Great Depression. Um, this is concerning, considering the current leadership we have in America, and considering how polarizing political opinions are in America right now. But it is interesting to see play out and to see how this goes down in the history books because the Great Depression is one of the most well-remembered um, economic crises in history. So with that, here's to hoping that this is not another Great Depression. And I hope that everybody listening to this learned a little something about one of the worst economic recessions in history. Uh, thank you to everybody who listened to this podcast. I hope you learned a little something that your history textbook didn't elaborate too well on. And for the next episode, you can look forward to learning something about the French Revolution because that is not very relevant to current history, but it is a very interesting time in world history. So um, be on the lookout for that. <laughs>